0: live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Talk, Show. Talk
1: Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio, hard-hitting news the network's refuse to use, no doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... April 24th, in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country, on your radio in the traditions of our Founding Fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We're also convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. I'm going to skip the recap of yesterday's show in lieu of our guest today, ladies and gentlemen. Now listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you. There's a lot going on in the news, as you know. And as you know, they've been trying to divide Americans for quite some time. Black, white, male, female. Left, right. It goes on and on. Gay, straight. Religious, not religious. Male, female. Uh, You know, you love kids. We don't need kids. It'll ruin the planet. You know, divide on children. Divide on, you know, you need an education. No, I don't. Education divisions. Just divisions on every topic under the sun, and it's getting worse. To mask, not to mask. To vax, not to vax. And it has become so extreme on all sides to the point where I think Americans have been deceived into not being able to see straight at all. What do I mean? Why am I saying this? I wrote a column back in 20, I think it was 2016. And it was called A Clarion Call for Civility. A Clarion Call for Civility, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason that I wrote it is because, man, everybody's against everybody. And you know what? Since I wrote that in 2016... I don't want to say I'm a prophet, but it was almost prophetic it was so insightful. You look in 2021, 2022, and my goodness, the divisions are just so extreme. Yes, George Floyd, no George Floyd. Um, you know what? Send Chauvin to prison. No, he should be free. We didn't get a fair trial. and It just goes on and on and on. I watch Fox. Well, I watch CNN, by golly. And it just doesn't seem to end. And the problem is... Americans have for generations have disagreed on topics Americans for literally since our founding had absolute disagreements on core fundamental things But there's a change a serious sea change that I believe the communists and socialists have planted at our center to destroy America And in the past they used to agree to disagree Agreeably does that make any sense? They used to agree, hey, you know what, we can agree to disagree on that one, (laughs) and they'd just go off and then leave it alone for another day, or they'd give a jab at one another for to make their points or to try to prove they're right, but they'd let it go, and from time to time it would get heated, but it would soften, but it was always relatively civil in the discourse in America, and the genius of America was on display for the whole world to see. The light on the hill, if you will, was nothing short of miraculous. Even with our internal debate that shocked the world why doesn't the king shut them down they'd say well you know what they have a lively debate but man that's the genius of America it would go and so it was so and it was incredible we're losing that ladies and gentlemen and I'm gonna bring on our guest to try to bring that back and we're gonna do it today my guest is mr. cliff Kincaid I've known him for a long time he's been a dear friend at usasurvival.org uh, and is his website. And uh, he's been a dear friend. I've been involved in radio with him in the past. He's written articles. He used to be with Reed Irvine in accuracy and media for a long time. He does a great job. He's an incredible journalist. He's in the Washington, D.C. area. I pray he moves west and joins the rest of us. That's another topic. Uh, but I digress except to say he's just a dear friend. And you know what? He has done some of the most stellar in-depth reporting over the, what, 25 years I've known the guy, or more, in that range anyway. He's done some of the most stellar reporting of anybody. He does, he's not afraid to tell the truth. He doesn't pick sides and then, oh, for sake of party or politics or stay with that side. He really does his very best to go where the journalism takes him. I commend him for that, ladies and gentlemen. I think that is admirable, to say the least. And there's very few that really have the guts to get there. And that's why I welcome Cliff Kincaid to Liberty Roundtable Live. Welcome, my friend.
2: Sam, great to be with you. Thanks for those kind
1: comments. Now, I got an email from you that in a way shocked me to the core. And it didn't shock me to the core for the reasons that you might think. All right. The headline or the subject of the email said the most censored man in the world. And Cliff tells a story, Dear Friends of American Survival. I am amazed at the reaction of the people that I once considered on the Christian conservative side going nuts about supporting Donald Trump's warp speed vaccine plan. They have relentlessly attacked anybody who even gives the plan a fair shake, much less backs the plan. And so the bottom line is, Cliff Kincaid has done his research, and he created a column, Obama takes Trump's warp speed vaccine, and uh, he got a crazy response from conservatives. And it basically says, I highly doubt that anybody would take the vet. So they go into conspiracy land. Then they also then start attacking Cliff and saying, you know what? You've joined the dark side. You've become the enemy. How did you join the deep state? Why?" And they literally relentlessly attack Cliff Kincaid, saying, hey, they took the fake jabs, these leaders, and you're getting the real jabs. It's all a con job, and you're being suckered, and well cliff kincaid defends himself of course quite admirably or adeptly i should say so let's start there though i first got shocked not because you're backing this vaccine which by the way i 100 percent disagree with we'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds but let's start with this relentless attack that you're receiving i called cliff on the phone immediately and said hey i completely disagree but this attack is a thousand percent unacceptable and unwarranted cliff Sam, let me give you some background.
2: I appreciate your opening comments. Back in the uh, 1980s, I used to be a co-host on a show called Crossfire on CNN. That's when CNN did have a show devoted to both sides. I played the conservative, a right-wing host. And on the other side, people like Tom Braden, Michael Kinsley, Uh, all kinds of liberals and left-wingers. And that's, I love that give and take. And I know you do too. And this is why what's happened to me, I can take it. Look, I've been around for 40 years. I've been under attack by the left for most of that time. Now I'm under attack by people on the right who suggest I'm somehow uh, secretly an agent of Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates. And let me tell you a little bit of background before we get into our discussion about the Trump warp speed vaccines. Years ago, I headed a group actually called the Committee to Protect Medical Freedom, which was devoted, and I'm still devoted to this, freedom of choice in vaccines. At the time, I worked with people like Barbara Lowe Fisher of the National Vaccine Information Center, one of the best sources of information, to oppose then what we thought would be a mandatory HIV-AIDS vaccine. That was one of Anthony Fauci's projects back then. It was launched, as you may remember, by President Bill Clinton. Uh, They never succeeded. Uh, They never got through the trials. And so the HIV-AIDS vaccine never took off. Instead, as you know, they resorted to a, a combination of various drugs to treat uh, that medical condition. But I was never a total support a supporter of vaccines. When our third child was born, they tried to take him out after one day of being born and said they were gonna give him a hepatitis B vaccine. I told my wife, I said, get him back in there. Don't let them take him away. A hepatitis B vaccine should not be imposed on a baby, an infant, because that's basically designed to treat a condition that promiscuous people or people who use drugs develop uh, later in life. So I've been opposed to a lot of these mandatory vaccines. What's changed with the child? Before
1: you say what's changed, you've also done a lot of research on vaccines and a lot of reporting yeah. on vaccines uh with partners and people the likes of barbara low fisher uh who yeah. is as anti-vaccine as you can get she's the uh, uh 909 shot is how i remember it because that's when i started But this, it's the national yeah. vaccine information center nvic you've worked with those people and reported alongside those people for a long time let's just be clear right exactly
2: and it was my group uh I discontinued the project after about 10 years, the Committee to Protect Medical Freedom that actually held a news conference in Washington. I sponsored, I hosted this news conference. Barbara was a speaker. We had people against the HIV AIDS vaccine. We had people against the anthrax vaccine. At that time, because of the Gulf War, there was a lot of talk of forcing that on our soldiers uh, in the combat theater. So I've been very sophisticated, if I do say so myself, about the dangers and risks of vaccines. I think too many of them have been forced onto the market too quickly. I remember uh, writing about the proposed rotavirus vaccine. They had to withdraw that after about uh,
1: uh, six months. Hang tight, Cliff. We'll be back in just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam Bushman. Cliff Kincaid's with me usasurvival.org, his website. Check that out. The discussion begins.
3: The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, Breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today. And gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. To leave a message, press 1 To change your message,
0: press 7 Hey, Mom, Dad, Mark here Wow, I love college, really I never knew living on my own could be so uh, good for me
4: uh... To change your message,
0: press 7 So, here I am at college, it's cool Well, of course it's only been a week To change your message Hey, it's me I was just remembering that time I hit my first home run, you know, through the garage window. Thanks for not being mad. No. Detective. Hi. Boy, I miss you guys. I miss my room. I miss waking up to warm socks straight from the dryer. Warm socks?
1: Family. Isn't it about time?
0: Hi, it's Mark. Um, love you guys. Uh, I'll call you later.
3: From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
1: back with you live ladies and gentlemen wow technical difficulties right when we kick off the broadcast with cliff kincaid and cliff has usasurvival.org as his website we we're talking about his involvement in vaccinations uh and in the really uh to, for the most part the protest movement saying you know what there's too much too many too fast they're released they're, they're hey they're not uh, given to the right people we need to be really really careful here you were saying you held a conference on that a lot of people attended uh, and you really worked on that really hard Uh, back in the early days. Cliff?
2: I did, Sam. So my credentials are solid. I don't cede any moral or high ground to anybody on the topic of vaccines. What has changed, and I continue to question how many vaccines are required or mandated for young people, for infants, for babies, I continue to fight that battle. But what has changed is the China virus, as President Trump called it. And on this issue of the warp speed vaccines, I stand with Trump. I have been a supporter of his policies and I stand solidly behind this one for a number of reasons. Not that I want to force these vaccines on anybody, I don't, Uh, but I think it's worthwhile. I fear, I fear the virus, more than the vaccine. And let's face it, fear is driving a lot of this. And, and if people out there, if you or others, want to fear the vaccine over the virus, that you're right. What I'm trying to do when it comes to the conservative media, and thankfully you're having me on so we can discuss this openly, is let's talk about it. Let's talk about why President Trump launched this initiative, why the virus is so dangerous, and why, in my opinion, the risks of taking the vaccine outweigh the risks of getting the virus and the COVID-19 disease. And because of that, a number of conservative websites that used to run my columns are now either failing to run them or they're putting disclaimers on my columns saying, Well, Kincaid speaks only for himself. Well, I always speak only for myself, that's true. But uh, I'll give you one example. Uh, My good friend, Alex Newman, who runs uh, Liberty Sentinel, he's actually contributed to one of the books we published on Barack Hussein Obama. He won't run my uh, pro-vaccine columns. And I asked him why, he says, because I disagree with him. I think the vaccines are dangerous. Okay, that's fine. He has a right not to run my columns. I don't expect people to automatically run them, even though I do my due diligence and investigate and document what I say. I'm just bringing this out because I think too many conservatives and Christians out there are not getting the total story. How many have heard that people like Franklin Graham, uh, Robert Jeffress, Dr. James Dobson are all backing the vaccines? How many know that President, former President Trump me, has issued in, at least— Let me interject
1: here. Yeah? Cliff, let me interject here. So is the leadership of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay. And, and how many people know
2: uh, that Trump himself has issued at least four statements, maybe more through various interviews, uh, documenting— and validating how important these vaccines are. Of course, he got the disease. He was treated with eight different drugs, one through an IV. Uh, he subsequently got the vaccine as a backup. I can't find any solid conservative people, either from the Trump administration or in the Congress, who are not in favor of these vaccines. Now, I'm not speaking in with an argument from authority, just because somebody else says something, you've got to investigate yourself. When I took the vaccines, I've taken two shots of the Pfizer vaccine. I had to sign informed consent forms. So I know there's a risk. I know that. But as I say, Sam, the risk of not getting the vaccine, I think is far greater and far more dangerous to you, yourself and your loved ones. So I'm just asking people to look at both sides, go to my website, usasurvival.org. I've written about five or six columns on this subject because I believe it's so important that if we don't get out from under what China has done to us, and remember, we're in year two of, of suffering, the pain and suffering and death from this virus. If we don't overcome it soon, we're finished as a country.
1: That, ladies and gentlemen, is the understanding that Cliff Kincaid has through his own research, through his own due diligence, with his own mind, with his own heart, with his own beliefs, with his own best effort on the topic. And ladies and gentlemen, here's my point. Whether you agree or disagree with Cliff Kincaid, are you willing to let Cliff tell his side of the story? Are you willing to let the American people listen to Cliff? Listen to me, listen to Alex Newman, listen to you, listen to whoever, and are you willing to let the American people make up their own mind on this topic? And if you are, I say you're a defender of the First Amendment. And if you're not, i got to question your motive, because now you're guilty of what you've been complaining the liberals have been doing to us forever. We riot and complain and have a cow in the conservative movement. We don't literally riot like Antifa, but we get all up in arms and have a cow and because we say they're not letting us tell our story. They're not letting us have our say. And now we're going to turn right around, and because one of our own decides that he has his own views on something, his opinion, his researched, educated, valued, in my opinion, opinion, and he's not entitled to it. If that's true, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a little bit afraid of Cliff Kincaid's last statement, we're going to lose our country or our country will be gone. From a First Amendment point of view, without people like me and you, Cliff, Maybe it already is. Sam, we need
2: fair, honest, and open debate. And here's the problem as I see it going forward. And again, we've been through a whole year of this with the suffering, the pain, the death, the lockdowns. I could go, we know what's been happening to our country. This is unprecedented, really, in the history of the American uh, 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 nation uh, to have yeah, to the Yeah, the only thing that comes this. close
1: is probably the 1918 flu, right? I mean, I wouldn't say it was yes. this far, but it's the only thing that kind of came close, right? And
2: exactly. President Trump, in fact, in his recent statements to Michael Goodwin of the New York Post about people needing to get vaccinated, said, if we hadn't developed these warp speed vaccines in this quick a time period, we would be facing carnage like that flu. And remember, here's another point I'm trying to make to people, that this vaccine is not dealing with your ordinary flu. This is for reasons that President Trump laid out. This is, he called it, I call it the China virus. Even Alex Newman, who disagrees with me on on the vaccine, says this is a real virus. And he thinks, I think, it came out of a Chinese government laboratory. It's very contagious. People say, well, 97.5% of the people who get it survive it. Well, that that that's true. But think about the carnage from it. Think about the f- more than half a million dead already in the United States. Think of the more than 3 million dead worldwide. If it's just going to kill 2 or 3%, just kill, Look at the death and suffering. And my fear is that so many people in the United States are not getting both sides, that they're gonna be scared of taking the vaccine. And as a result, uh, the pandemic will be continuing with new variations, new variants, new mutations of the virus. And we're gonna be living, those of us who live, with this virus for maybe another year.
1: That's certainly a possibility, and sadly, uh, a reality that we'll be living with it for quite some time. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to make this very clear. I completely disagree with Cliff on a variety of points here. However what I'm doing my very best to do is hold my tongue, let him tell his side of the story and get his viewpoint out, then I'll ask some questions, we'll build some groundwork and then I'll bring up some of my concerns and we'll intelligently, honestly, openly, and I'm hoping to do my best fairly. Discuss them in a meaningful way. Isn't that what America deserves? This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA Radio News
7: with Mike Fortier. More Americans returning to normal as more of us get vaccinated. That transition back to pre-COVID activities can be stressful for some, though. Florida psychiatrist Dr. Daniel Bober on CBS News Friday with advice for those struggling. You have to think about going into a swimming pool. You don't have to dive into the deep end. You just dip your foot into the water. You don't have to dive right in. Just take it one step at a time. You can find tips on how to deal with COVID-related stress at cdc.gov. As part of our national return to normal, President Biden will meet face-to-face with more world leaders. The White House announcing Friday Biden will visit the U.K. for a G7 summit and Belgium for a NATO summit. Both visits coming in June. This will be his first overseas trip since taking office. One issue Biden and our allies might discuss, Russia. Opposition leader Alexei Navalny ending his hunger strike Friday after 24 days. The hunger strike, a protest against what he calls his politically motivated imprisonment. This is USA Radio News.
0: The typical family saves $500 a month. You might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by April 30th, and you can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE.
7: Russia among many countries dealing with sharply rising COVID cases, the country announcing Friday a 10-day work stoppage in May to bring case numbers down, Japan imposing a state of emergency in parts of the country, including Tokyo, until May 11th. India seems to be the hardest hit, though, India breaking world records three days in a row for most new cases. Saturday, they announced almost 347,000 new cases and over 2,600 deaths, thus the country's highest single-day death toll of the pandemic. Good news in the U.S., though, federal health officials Friday approved using the Johnson & Johnson vaccine again, effective immediately. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky.
4: We have three safe and effective options for a COVID-19 vaccine in this country. And the j is an important vaccine offering key advantages, including its single-dose option and its viability
6: when the supply chain may not allow for freezers.
7: The vaccine paused over a week ago after reports of blood clots in some recipients. Fifteen women are reporting blood clots after getting the vaccine. Three of them die. That's out of four million women that have received it. This is USA Radio News.
8: I want to dedicate this song
7: to Mr. Rupert
8: Murdoch.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Cliff Kincaid, Sam Bushman, usasurvival.org, and literally, Cliff Kincaid is saying he believes in the vaccines. He backs Donald Trump Operation Warp Speed, uh, and he is convinced that, you know what, our very survival may depend on it. He's convinced that the Chinese literally um, created this virus in a lab, and that it's serious, serious business indeed. And so he uh, is saying, hey, we need to get this vaccine. We need to get this behind us. We need to open up society. And for a variety of reasons, you know what? We may be just <laughs> uh, selling the farm if we're not very careful on this thing. Cliff?
2: I would only add, I want an open, honest, and fair debate. And I don't know why so many of these conservative websites do not want such an open an honest and fair debate. I understand people have different points of view, but I've been fighting the liberals and the left-wingers, as you know, Sam, for all my life. And now I'm fighting against my fellow conservatives who don't want me to be heard. It's censorship on the other foot, so to speak. And that's fine. I don't claim an automatic right to put my material anywhere I want to. And I've got my own website, USA. Survival.org. But what troubles me is the reluctance to have a rational debate. Let me give you one quick example. I just wrote a column I sent out last night on what I call the divide in the GOP over the vaxxed and the vaxxed not. Uh, Forty-five percent of Republicans don't want to get the vaccine. And basically, I argued that if the Republicans persist... On this issue, in their anti-vaccine sentiment, they're going to be ostracized and marginalized, and they're going to suffer politically for it, because the vast majority of people think this crisis is so deep, and they believe, even though Trump was behind Operation Warp Speed, Biden himself believes in these vaccines. The Democrats have accepted something that Trump Uh, should and does take credit for that we need the vaccines to survive as a people and get to herd immunity and return to normalcy. And by the way, it's not just my opinion. Look at what's happening in Israel. Israel is using the Pfizer vaccine in a mass vaccination program, and they're coming out of the disease. They're coming out of the virus, returning to normal in Israel under the leadership of Prime Minister Netanyahu. Now, I challenge anybody to make the case that Israel is bent on self-destruction. Israel knows what survival is all about. And when I pointed this out to one of my critics... Here's the kind of response I get back. And I, I just got this literally 10 minutes ago. I said, If this is such an evil, demonic vaccine, why is Israel mass vaccinating its own people? And she wrote back, I don't support the Antichrist government of Israel. It is the synagogue of Satan. Well, Sam, <laughs> you and I know uh, Jesus was a Jew. Now, People I respect, I've mentioned them, Franklin Graham, Robert Jeffress, James Dobson, have all supported these vaccines. With Franklin Graham using the Good Samaritan approach, if you don't want to take the vaccine to save yourself, at least take it so you don't spread the disease to other people. This is the rationale. And if you take the vaccine, as I did, the two shots of the Pfizer vaccine, the same one they're using in Israel to great effect, bringing Israel back to life. In fact, Netanyahu says this is a lifesaver for Israel. Uh, When the rest of the world, for the most part, is still suffering, including the United States, we know what it means to survive as a country. We have to survive the China virus vaccine And the China virus itself, as I say, there's risks to both, but I think the virus is far more deadly, far more dangerous. We've seen the carnage, three million dead. We have to get back to normal in this country and get on a war footing, let me put it that way, with China, our main enemy in the world today. If we continue to sputter and spin our wheels with all these divisions at home and people not getting the truth and... Uh, calling their critics like me uh, supporters of the antichrist we're never going to make headway sam
1: there's no question that's true and there's so many points to dig into and so many places to start i'm going to start with a couple of, of interesting uh, thoughts here you know i understand jesus was a jew i understand that i understand that you know some people believe that the government of israel is not the same as the you know prophetic biblical Israel Uh, I understand that governments around the world take power into themselves and many of them are evil Uh, I also though don't think that your neighbor who happens to be Jewish is a bad person and we need to learn to kind of separate things like that and not just throw the baby out with the bathwater. not with our statements so statements like you know you're back in Jewish Satan is just insanity talk in my opinion it's too broad of a brush it doesn't literally call out those who are trying to destroy liberty around the world uh, it literally just paints with a blanket or you know uh, a broad brush, this uh, idea. and I think we need to kind of first start by stopping that, because you know what, with those, such broad brush statements, things are so definitive. it's going to trigger everybody into never even having an appropriate discussion cliff. I think so. And what has troubled me
2: and I'm a Christian. I go to church. I read the Bible, but I also try to keep some of these religious statements in perspective. I hear a lot of this in response to my pro-vaccine columns, that somehow these vaccines, even though they were developed under the authority of President Trump, uh, he cut through the bureaucracy, he cut through the regulations to make sure we could have these vaccines, at least two of them, in nine months' time when our people were dying. And, and suffering, and still are. I'm sticking with Trump, but when I do, ironically, many of the criticisms I'm getting, Sam, are from pro-Trump people, or people who used to be for Trump. They were big supporters of Trump until until he took the side and authorized, as president he should have, a crash program to develop these vaccines. I get these... I know these people are, are well motivated. They're sincere. They they say, oh, the vaccines are part of some antichrist plot, some plot out of the Book of Revelations, uh to put microchips in our bodies and control us as slaves or zombies. And and all I do, and I don't like to get into big religious discussions with people, but I do know because I've I've done some research on the Bible, is People should realize when they're talking about the end times, and you and I probably still remember the Hal Lindsey book, The Late Great Planet Earth. You know, we're still around, aren't we, Sam? Yeah, I think we are. That yes, the first we generation. We've
1: heard, we've heard through the years, everybody's saying it's the end day, and they said yeah. that over and over, every time the day expires, right? And then I remind people,
2: because I've talked to Bible experts about this, if you read the Bible carefully, the first generation of Christians thought they were living in the end times, too. Yes, they did. And if we use that as an excuse to see everything of a scientific or technological bent as some some kind of mark of the beast, we're not going to have a rational discussion. I remember when people, I've been around for 40 years covering this material, people thought the barcodes in the grocery stores were the mark of the beast. Do you remember that?
1: Yes, they did. And the interesting thing about this discussion, Cliff, is, you know, what they're going to say now to you and me, and they're going to attack me too. But I don't care because I think a healthy debate, a healthy discussion is appropriate. I'm not afraid of of where the truth leads me, and that's why I'm willing to have this discussion. And I I feel like um, what they're going to say to me and you is now you're taking all the arguments off the table. Now, I've said that I don't believe that the vaccines, now I don't know if you know, but DARPA created a chip that can go into your skin right now. And that chip can detect if you have the coronavirus or not before you have symptoms. Are you familiar with that? I am. And I, 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 I okay. have to tell you, and I I'm support that people, research. That not, right. I'm saying that is not the mark of the beast, even though they built the chip to go under your skin. I'm not, and I'm the not necessarily that, saying I want let me that tell chip, you, but I'm saying I don't believe it's the mark of the beast, though.
2: Of course not. And, and the reason they're doing this is because our troops are going to be on the front line of biological warfare in the future— Some of it from China, probably some of it from Russia. Remember, both of these countries have specialized in biological warfare. Russia has been using poisons on its own dissidents. You just see what happened to Navalny. See what happened to dissidents in the past. Now China's using it on a massive scale against everybody.
1: Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. No doubt things are heating up in the world in many, many, many ways. Sam and Cliff discussing it openly, candidly, and fairly with civility. How do you like that?
9: If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other health care professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades, because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life.
1: live on your radio ladies and gentlemen cliff kincaid usasurvival.org check out his award-winning columns on a variety of subjects he decides he wants to back donald trump imagine that he decides he believes in donald trump's warp speed vaccine program he's taken the vaccines and he believes that it's essential we do so uh, because you know what the chinese are literally using warfare against the whole world where that leads nobody knows but it's quintessential in cliff's mind that we take the vaccines that we stop the coronavirus and that we do something and i've let him make his case um, as completely as i hope he needs to Uh, Let me give you another chance, Cliff, if you have anything else you want to kind of add to that case. And then what I want to do is just start to ask some questions and set the stage for a couple of things that I find interesting. What I'd like
2: to do, Sam, is just let people know that there is another side of the story. Even though I'm pro-Trump on vaccines and pro-vaccine, I'm being ostracized and marginalized. But people can go to my website and read my stuff, usasurvival.org. But let me mention a couple things. When you're dealing, and I'm no expert on vaccines, I'm not a medical doctor. I did run this committee to protect medical freedom. But I do know that when it comes to these viruses, you need to develop some form of immunity. Now, some people develop that immunity through getting COVID. Senator Mike Lee tested positive for the coronavirus. As a result, he developed what they call immunities. The same goes for Senator Rand Paul. And by the way, both of these uh, senators, Republican, Libertarian senators, believe in the vaccines. They promote the vaccines. The vaccines are simply another way to get immunity to the virus. Now, it's not ironclad. It's not foolproof. You will find people who have gotten the vaccines, who get tested positive for the virus, in almost all of those cases, they're not getting the most severe form that requires hospitalization. I bring these up, and most of the conservatives on Capitol Hill are pro-vaccine. Some of them, as I say, Mike Lee, Rand Paul, have gotten the virus. They know it's real. Here's what disturbs me so much about the other side of this debate, which is trying to predominate. There's a so-called Red Pill Expo coming up under the sponsorship uh, of a group of people and one of their speakers claims that the China virus does not exist. Now, yeah, it's their right to have a speaker like that, but I've, I've asked people involved in the conference, like Alex Newman, why why do this? Why potentially confuse people on a matter of life and death when you yourself and others are refusing to run my own pro-vaccine columns? As I say, and Alex supplied this information on the record for one of my columns, he said, well, I personally believe the virus is real. Well, I think think you probably do too. I, I hope you do, Sam. We'll get into this. But why are so many people in the conservative and Christian community of the belief that it's not real or else it's harmless, it's just the common cold, when demonstrably we have so many people suffering and dying for it? Everybody I know who's part of my family community, my pastor, my, my kids, my wife, We have all gotten the vaccine, not just for self-preservation, but as Franklin Graham says, a good Samaritan approach, because we believe the evidence suggests it will help us stop the spread to others who may be more vulnerable. And isn't that what conservatives have been saying from the start when it comes to people like Governor Cuomo of New York? Why did you send the COVID-19 positive people back into the nursing homes if this virus wasn't so deadly? And we know it was, and we know tens of thousands of people, old people, elderly people have died in these nursing homes because they were exposed to the virus. We've gone through this for one year now. Thanks to President Trump, we've got some vaccines that work, that are highly effective. Let's take advantage of them and save ourselves, our families, and our country.
1: All right. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, from Cliff Kincaid. I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to argue or put in any questions. I wanted him to be able to tell his whole story. I wanted him to be able to lay it out as he sees it uninterrupted. Uh, because I don't want to get into a sidebar where he didn't wasn't able to say all that he wanted to say, that he wasn't able to complete his thoughts on the matter, because I kept interrupting or having questions or having contradictory thoughts or whatever else. and So I wanted him just to be able to roll and tell the whole story, because that's one of the things that the mainstream press never seems to let us do, right? And so I want to let that happen. Furthermore, whether I agree or disagree, hey, I'm going to let Cliff Kincaid lay out a very cogent, well-connected opinion Uh, viewpoint uh, to which he's entitled and I'm not interested in attacking him for that viewpoint even though I disagree with it I'm interested in preserving the First Amendment of the United States of America and that's what the mainstream press has not been allowing to happen and all the conservatives are complaining about it and now they're doing the very same thing to Cliff and I know we've mentioned this a couple of times but it's worth hammering home now Cliff I don't know if you know but I got kicked off of Twitter Ah. And the the reason I got rejected from Twitter is because there was an article out of Israel, and it's interesting that you bring up Israel. There is an article out of Israel where a group of physicians are saying, hey, the vaccine is killing more elderly people than the coronavirus did. Now, it's not a matter if you debate the truthfulness of their claim or not. I reported it as a news story coming out from a credible group in Israel. It was published in LifeSite News and other places. And I merely reported on that report and they took me down saying that I'm not even allowed to report on that report. What do you think of that? I think it's censorship.
2: I've been victimized the same way. I don't know if you know it or not, Sam, but I've had two YouTube videos taken down. Uh, if I get one more, what they call third strike, they will delete my whole YouTube channel. It's uh, America Survival, Inc. TV is what I call it. And so I've had to scramble within the last three weeks because of the kind assistance of one of my friends who's involved in technology to download all of my videos from YouTube. I've got 400 videos that I've done over uh, decades just to try to save them so I can find an alternative platform. Let me tell you one more thing. I'm not on Twitter uh, because I don't like that particular social media, but the guy who runs Twitter, Jack Dorsey, also runs Square, which runs Weebly. Weebly is the website platform that I use for America's Survival Inc. USA Survival.org. about two months ago they informed me that I couldn't use their subscription service anymore to send out my newsletters. I went back and forth, never found a a valid reason why not. Uh, I'm sure it was because of my content, so I had to move uh, to an alternative. I've been undergoing this kind of censorship myself but when it comes to Israel, that's wrong to censor some report from some doctors. I don't know who they are, but I'm sure they're having a robust debate in Israel about this. I will say when it comes to Israel, I have great respect, have always had great respect, uh, for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. He was one of my heroes when I was writing extensively about the worldwide response to terrorism. Uh, As you know, Netanyahu uh, served in the Israeli Defense Forces. Nobody knows more about defense against terrorism and how to survive globally in the world today Mm -hmm. than Israel and Prime Minister Netanyahu, and I submit that this is why they have engaged in mass vaccination for their population and why they are coming out of this crisis and returning to normal.
1: So that's interesting, though, in my mind, that report saying more people, uh, elderly people are dying from the Corona vaccine than they are from the virus uh, itself. I don't know if the report's true. I'm not saying I've vetted it and that I know more than the doctors. I'm just saying it's articles like that, though. When guys like me get shut down over that, it's hard to think they're willing to let the truth come out. Now, Dr. Scott Atlas, for example, uh, was on Donald Trump's team for a little bit as well. And he basically says, hey, you know what? The virus is real. And I do believe the virus is real. Okay, just to set the record straight, I do believe the virus is real. However, what's interesting about it is even the CDC admits they have not been able to isolate the virus. They don't have a copy of the coronavirus. You know that, right?
2: I don't agree with that. Uh, They actually have pictures of the virus. You can find these on the website. Uh, I think the virus has been
1: isolated. And the CDC says that it has not. I disagree. Okay. I think the and CDC, so
2: you can find pictures of the virus on the CDC
1: website. I understand. I understand. But pictures, the question becomes, are they pictures of a real gene-sequenced virus? Are they pictures of what they believe the pattern of the virus looks like in somebody? You know, And so uh, who has the copy of the virus and who claims they have the isolated virus? Is there anyone?
2: Yes. I, I, this is how they were able to develop the vaccines because they had the virus.
1: Okay, so I want to know who on record claims they have the isolated virus because this is a big point where some of these doctors that you mentioned that are speaking at Red Pill claim that it doesn't exist or that it's, you know they can't prove it or whatever, and why a lot of the conservatives are up in arms saying, hey, they've admitted, the CDC admitted that they don't have an isolated copy of the virus. And so if somebody is claiming they have the isolated virus, I'd like to know who and where, because that is a huge sticking point for the conservatives. I'd like to know. We don't have it isolated.
2: I just disagree. I think it has been isolated. This is the basis for the vaccines. They have pictures of the virus. Uh, I don't know what more they need. Uh, I don't know where the CDC says we don't know what the virus is. We don't have an isolated it. I find that incredible because... Uh, I'd like to see it actually in print. I'd like to see it from the CDC website because if they didn't have the virus They couldn't develop the vaccine and the vaccine wouldn't be 80 to 90 percent effective as it is now
1: All right now that's a very important sticking point about this whole thing So they say that the virus has never been isolated even the CDC agrees with that reality and you can type in ice um is the virus is the coronavirus or COVID 19 isolated or whatever and there's documents that show they admit that it's not been isolated so that's number one number two the term vaccine that we normally use relates to a copy of the virus and then they attenuate it or reduce its power and then they mix it with other things for a variety of reasons we'll get into that as well and then what they do is they, they use that to make your body generate an immune or, or response. Well, these experimental vaccines, and that's all they are at this point is experimental. These vaccines do not have uh, the virus at all in them. In fact, they're called RNA, um, manipulating uh, substances, and they don't have the virus in them. We'll talk about that coming up along with several other questions I have for Cliff. So Cliff's made his points, and the peaceful discussion continues in Hour 2 in this special broadcast with Cliff Kincaid of usasurvival.org. God Save the Republic.
0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow American Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news that it refused to use No Doubt continues a special broadcast. This is April 24th in the year of our Lord 2021, Hour 202, two, and the goal always. To protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country. We're talking to Cliff Kincaid of org, And we're talking about his backing of Donald Trump's Operation Warp Speed vaccine. Uh, you know what? Cliff traditionally isn't really for vaccines. He's not really a vaxxer guy. But in this case, he does believe that it was released from a Chinese lab and that the China virus is deadly and must be taken seriously. And if we don't, uh, you know what? It could really spell the end of our country for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, economic and... Uh, health wise and a variety of others um i don't proceed to or you know propose to speak for him but i am saying i've read his columns on the topic and i think his he's put together very cogent arguments that he's set his own beliefs on the topic uh, and i completely disagree and so cliff brought up several points that i'm now uh, discussing with him um so they have not isolated the coronavirus and the cdc admits that no isolated virus is available And so the vaccines that are created right now aren't really vaccines in the traditional word or term of vaccines. They are experimental, first of all, which I get why people don't want to take something that's experimental. We don't know what the long-term effects on these vaccines are. So when they run around and claim they're safe and effective, uh, we really need to question that. Um, They don't have a great track record with safe and effective vaccines either. As you mentioned at the start of the program last hour, Cliff, they really tried to crank up vaccines and failed uh, with regards to uh, some of the AIDS vaccines and some of the other things they were working on. We know we have a national vaccine injury compensation fund where the taxpayers are forced to be on the hook when vaccines go wrong. And it's already had to pay out over four billion dollars to date. You could say that's a drop in the bucket for the last 40 years, but I would say it's a lot of money. And I would say that if the uh, vaccine companies are reliable and their vaccines are dependable and safe and effective in the real world when they've gone through the FDA trials, uh, then certainly um, they should be accountable for those. But you know what? Congress saw fit in 1986 to jettison the normal reality of supply and demand and accountability and uh, et cetera and give special protection to the vaccine companies. That's very interesting. And now they've rushed a vaccine to market, an experimental vaccine. Um, that does not work on a copy of the isolated coronavirus or COVID-19. Uh, it works by, and there's two different types of the coronavirus vaccine out right now, uh, and they, but they work uh, in different ways. But none of them actually have a um, piece of or a isolated, attenuated uh, virus to develop your immune system. They have patterns and markers and other things that, that generate a, a physical response but they don't have the isolated matter if you will in the vaccines at all and that's why they're RNA in nature and they work completely different than traditional vaccines do Cliff let's start there for a second if we may
2: okay let's back up uh, because I don't know where you're getting this claim that the CDC has admitted that it has not isolated the virus I'm reading from the CDC website right now. Uh, this is was updated December 29th, uh, 2020. sars cov 2 the virus that causes COVID-19 was isolated in the laboratory and is available for research by the scientific and medical community. This is the CDC itself, it says, the strains supplied by CDC and other researchers can be requested free from the Biodefense and Emerging Infections Research Resources Repository by established institutions that meet BEI
1: requirements. So
2: you're now, just hold wrong, on, Sam. let me stop
1: you. So what did what did you just say for a second? You said the something two? The SARS-CoV-2, the, the virus. Okay, the SARS-CoV-2, and then what did it say?
2: It said the strains supplied by the CDC and other researchers
1: can be requested for free no, for study. No, I know, but, but and back up, back up to the, the COVID-2 part, or the C2 part. Okay, here's,
2: here's SARS-CoV-2, the virus yes. that causes COVID-19. was This is okay, from so the CDC on. website. No, I get was it. was isolated on. in the laboratory and is available for research. It's right there, Sam.
1: I know, but they didn't say COVID-19, or this the COVID-19 was. They said the the... Source for that. Might have yeah, COVID 19 is the disease. SARS CoV 2 is the virus. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Because I thought we had different mutations of this disease.
2: Well, there have been since then.
1: I thought we had the, the, the original. I thought we have the, no, the strain that Sam, comes from. Europe uh, there are two Europe things here. Everything else. There,
2: there's two things the virus and the disease. The disease is COVID-19. SARS-CoV-2 is the virus. I'm reading from the CDC website. And, and, so hold on. and, and for purposes What's of What's the Chinese honest, strain
1: versus the European strain? This is important.
2: No, this is, the, this is the original strain. The virus that causes COVID-19 was isolated in the laboratory and is available for research. This is, this is from the CDC website. It directly contradicts what you claimed.
1: All right, now grab the email I just sent you and we'll look up chapter and verse for the site that I've got on the CDC's uh, information. And this is where the rub is and this is why conservatives, and I'm not not necessarily advocating that some of these conservative claims are true or that they're factual or accurate because what happens oftentimes is science becomes very nuanced, Cliff, and very uh, debatable about okay, wait a minute, SARS-2, is that really the COVID-19 virus? Or is, you know, did it come from the SARS family? Where's the mutation? What's the difference? Have they isolated the European strain? Or have they isolated the Chinese strain? Or, okay, and so there's a lot of discussions about, and they're not identical. And that's the, kind of the key point to understand. And so there's information from the CDC that contradicts what you're saying in the CDC's website. And I'm not here to tell you that, that. Was, I'm right your your That's wrong.
2: what you sent me. I, I, you didn't give me an actual hyperlink, so I don't know where that's coming from, how much of it is from the CDC, how much of it is commentary. I'm reading directly from the CDC December 29, 2020. What you have there, it appears, is from six months earlier. I don't know if they had isolated it in July or not, but what I'm reading to you is the most up-to-date.
1: Well, what I'm I'm saying to you is what virus does it say in what I gave you that it says they have not isolated? I'm reading from December
2: twi- 29th, 2020. SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, was isolated in the laboratory and is available for research. The reason no, this is true so- is they couldn't they couldn't develop the vaccine if they didn't have the virus. That's, that's, so, that's so like let's, let's one plus one equals two. Is that two. the
1: Chinese strain?
2: This is the virus. I, you know, I'm just reading from the CDC website. I you understand. said that they, you said the CDC, you didn't, you didn't use the term China virus or whatever. I'm, I'm telling you the China virus, as everybody knows, is SARS-CoV-2. That is the China virus. You said the CDC admitted they hadn't isolated it. And I just quoted from a CDC document that says they not only have they isolated it, they supply the virus strains for further research.
1: So there's a document called the CDC 2019 Novel Coronavirus 2019 NCOV, right, NCOV. Real-time RT-PCR Diagnostic Panel. Okay, it's dated July 13th, 2020. And very deep in that document, on page 39, and they moved it to page 42, I guess, but they say, we've got these isolates of the 2019 virus. Since no quantified isolates of the 2019 or 2019 n COVID virus they're saying they don't have isolates of that so what i'm saying to you is the two words or the two documents we're using have different language and i'm and i'm not here to tell you that i'm an expert and i'm not here to tell you what you're saying is wrong i'm here to tell you this is where the conservatives are getting their idea that it doesn't exist so this isn't a debate that I'm right and you're wrong. This is a discussion to say you've got conflicting documents from the CDC. All and I And that's can do, where the rub is.
2: All I can do is read. It didn't take me long to find this document from the CDC more up-to-date than whatever document you have. And, I, I, again, I don't have the hyperlink of the document you're sending me that was uh, done six months previously. This document says it has been isolated. If they hadn't been able to isolate it, they wouldn't have been able to develop the vaccines.
1: All right, so and let's, let's here's talk,
2: where where I just talk where about I the vaccine
1: did. for a second. Sure, go okay.
2: ahead. Okay, uh, you're right. These are not, except for the Johnson and Johnson, these are not traditional vaccines. I, I agree with you. These are revolutionary advances in vaccine technology. Here's what. Trump was faced with when he was in office. He knows the Chinese have released, whether it's deliberately or accidentally, this new virus. And he's president and he's being told, well, Mr. President, it may take five or ten years to develop uh, a vaccine. And he said, well, by then who knows how many tens of millions of Americans could be dead. So he goes to the CDC, goes to the FDA, and he says, we've got to get things done quickly. He cuts through the bureaucracy, the regulations, and in nine months, they have the vaccines. Thank you, President Trump.
1: Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. More in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So up for debate is this discussion about whether they've isolated the coronavirus or not. Uh, Cliff has a document from the CDC that says yes, they have, and you can get a copy if you want to. Now, they say only medical special professionals can get a copy, of course. Uh, And it's interesting, they say they've isolated it. Uh, But yet on other documents, they say they have not isolated it. And so, you know, I don't know what documents uh, dated when. All I'm telling you is that's where a lot of the conservatives claim that you can't prove that it exists because they haven't isolated it. Now, I'm going to leave that alone because I'm not necessarily convinced they have or they haven't isolated it. So this is Sam Bushman's opinion now. I don't know if they've isolated it or not. I'm not a scientist. I see conflicting information. uh, And therefore, I kind of question the information that we have completely on the topic. So that's, I want to put it out there. I'm not claiming that they haven't isolated. I'm telling you that's what those who claim the virus do not exist, believe. And they do have documents that make concern about their claim. And the documents are conflicting. And so it's not that I'm advocating for their position and saying they're right. It is that I'm saying that's where they're getting their information from. And it's circumspect to me if we really have it or if we really don't. I mean, is the Golden Fort Knox? We can't answer that either. So, you know, the problem is the government has developed a situation where we just cannot trust what they say. Uh, And that's why I'm not really for the vaccines. The vaccine companies have a horrible track record. There's plenty of harm from vaccines that they claim are safe and effective when they're clearly not. The flu uh, vaccine, for example, every year, they take a stab at putting the right viruses in there. Oftentimes they miss the boat and it's anywhere from 19 to like 49 or 59 at most uh, percent effective. And I can flip a coin and do better than that most of the time Uh, they've protected the vaccine companies from liability and accountability uh they have let put put the taxpayers on the hook for a lot of this they've literally given vaccines to people that have sterilized people in the past and vaccines to people that that have all kinds of negative effects Uh, their reporting systems only let very few people report in detail about the vaccines they put them in vaccine courts if you will when something goes wrong for the big payouts so it doesn't hit the media and the average Joe doesn't see it, their trustworthiness track record is what I would personally go with. Now, I do believe the virus is real, and that's why I spend the time to articulate those who believe it's not real have these documents that claim that it's never been isolated. I don't know the truth on that, so I'm I'm just articulating their point of view. From my point of view, I believe the virus is real, and I believe it's very dangerous. Uh, I believe it can kill people. I have uh, a sister that died from the coronavirus. I believe that I have had the coronavirus, uh, and I believe that I'm uh, one of the long haulers, very still sick from the coronavirus. So I do believe it's real, Cliff, and I do understand it, uh, and I do uh, believe that um, there's no doubt, whether they've isolated it or not, that it's real. But that's the reason that they are claiming and digging in where they are is because of that information that I, that I gave you. And I didn't have a hyperlink uh, at hand because I didn't, I didn't know this would come up so I didn't have a hyper, hyperlink ready there are articles that link to uh, that page or you can find that document uh, on the CDC and check it out or whatever and and I'm not here to advocate for that position as much as to tell you that it exists and it's hard to convince conservatives um differently oftentimes because of that I'm more on the I don't trust the government and I don't trust the vaccine companies at all even with vaccines that they claim are safe and effective and so then when they rush a vaccine an experimental vaccine, to market because of a crisis, uh, then I really question from there. We don't know the long-term effects on this coronavirus, do we?
2: No, but remember, this was a government that developed these vaccines under a president you and I respected, President Donald Trump. President Trump had some bad advisors. And some very good advisers. One of his good ones was Peter Navarro, who, of course, did the famous book and film by the same name, Death by China. He was cognizant of the threat from China even before he joined the Trump administration. And he calls Trump the father of the coronavirus vaccine because he's proud of it. Trump himself has referred to the vaccine as the Trump scene, the Trump vaccine. And he just recently talked to the New York Post about how this vaccine is saving tens of millions of lives now. Now, if you want to think that Trump was in on some evil conspiracy to implement the world government of the Antichrist, then you can refuse to take the vaccine. I'm not trying to force it on you. But I stand with Trump. I stand with Navarro. I think they were able to ride herd on the scientific and medical community to use technology, this mRNA technology that they were actually studying for years before this. And they used it, transformed it into a new kind of vaccine technology that is working. It's working in Israel. It's working in the United States you can choose not to take it. You can say, well, I'd rather stand my chances of of getting the virus. But I'll tell you this much, your chances, according to the experts, uh, including medical doctor McCary, who's a Fox News consultant, your chances of getting the coronavirus and and dying from it are about one in 600. They recently, because of caution, decided to pause the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because of one blood clot causing one death in 7 million. So there are risks to the vaccines, but I submit, this is my judgment, my opinion, there's more risk of not taking the vaccine and dying.
1: All right, and I understand that. Now, I don't believe that it's a conspiracy from... Uh, somewhere for a global, you know, death trap or whatever else. I don't believe Trump was in on that conspiracy at all. I do think there's in government, though, oftentimes divided agendas. Uh, And as you know, they've been trying to trap Trump for years. I don't have confidence in Anthony Fauci. I think that Anthony Fauci has lied to us over and over. I think he's given us dishonest, uh, less than accurate and less than genuine information. For example, they talked about herd immunity and they said hey you know what we're going to have to have herd immunity if everybody takes the vaccines we'll get herd immunity and then uh, some say you know hey we we, you take the vaccines and then we can start taking off the masks or whatever else and you know it seems like they just keep moving the goalposts and keep changing the game and when you don't trust government in the first place see I, i just don't trust government i think government has a necessary role but i think it's very limited in scope and i think most of government is simply not trustworthy Uh, And and so when they keep moving the goalposts, first it was Fauci said, well, you don't need to take masks. You don't need to wear masks. And then he came back and he said, well, wait a minute. I lied to you. You need to wear masks. The reason I said you didn't need to wear masks is because I didn't want you to take all the masks from the medical personnel that needs them. So I lied. Sorry, but now you need masks. And then he came back even a year later and said, you need two masks. And then after a while, he said, well, once everybody gets vaccinated, we won't need masks. And now he's vaccinated and he has two masks. And so now he's vaccinated and has two masks, and that's still not enough. He says even people who have been vaccinated can't really go in and dine with anybody and stuff like this. And so Rand Paul, uh, you know, in the Senate, literally had an argument with Fauci about this and said, you know, are you just playing political theater? And Fauci tried to, you know, explain, is there science to back that we have to have two masks even though you're vaccinated? If you're vaccinated, you should have immunity, right? And, and Anthony couldn't answer the questions. And so Anthony has lost credibility in the mind of the American people especially the conservatives, Cliff. And so even though Trump, um, I believe, is a good person. I did not vote for him, but I believe he's a good person. He could be deceived by a lot of people in his department and by scientific experts, and he could be led around by the nose by some of these people, even though he means well. Fauci has lost credibility with the public, sir. I don't trust Fauci, neither does Trump. But this is a red herring.
2: Uh, Fauci didn't develop the vaccine. If you want to, understand the vaccine, just one of them, the one I took, Pfizer, listen to, watch the views of the Pfizer CEO, Albert Borla, who, by the way, is the child of Holocaust survivors. And Netanyahu of Israel basically pleaded with Borla, provide the vaccines so Israel can survive the China virus. And it's working, it's working. I don't trust our government either in general, but you know the government I don't trust even more? China. And I don't trust them because even the conservatives who are critical of me, many like yourself, admit this was a virus that came out of a Chinese lab. I think Trump knows that, Navarro knows that, their former CDC head, Redfield knows that. He said as much.
1: So on the CDC website, the first thing they say when you say, hey, how do the vaccines work? Right on there. They say the first things that you should know. The first thing you should know is the vaccines are safe and effective. That's what the CDC says, okay? And if they're experimental vaccines, they've rushed through a trial, and we don't know the long-term effects. How can they make such an irrational, unscientific claim? When we come back, your response on Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: listening to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. The
7: police shooting that killed a 16-year-old black girl in Ohio could lead to a lawsuit. Insider.com reports the family of Micaiah Bryant talking with a lawyer after Tuesday's shooting in Columbus, but there's no word on who they would sue. Police say Micaiah Bryant was trying to stab two people at the time of the shooting, and the officer needed to act quickly. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine rejoining America's arsenal in our fight against the coronavirus. Federal health officials announcing yesterday the one-shot vaccine can be administered again after a more than one-week pause. While yesterday's announcement is meant to offer reassurance, there will likely still be many hesitant to get the shot. National Institutes of Health's Dr. Francis Collins tells ABC's Good Morning America what he says to vaccine skeptics. This is going to give you a wonderful boost of reassurance. Or as Oprah said, you'll feel like a superwoman after you have the chance to have your immune system revved up. Fifteen women now reporting blood clots after getting the vaccine. That's out of four million women that have received it. This is USA Radio News.
6: Hi, this is Jay Schrader, Super Bowl 22 champion and former Raiders quarterback. Playing professional football for 11 years beat my body up pretty bad. I've had so many surgeries on my neck, back, and shoulders, and knees, I've just learned to live with constant discomfort. I tried so many products, some worked for a little while, but nothing gave me total relief until one day, a golfing buddy introduced me to Sons of Liberty, CBD.com. I used their CBD Muscle Ease, rubbed it on my hands and neck, and wow, what did it do for me? I immediately began using their other products, and I have golfed pain-free for the first time in many years. I've reached out to Sons of Liberty CBD and visited their operation from farm to factory. Folks, this team walks the walk. Their motto is, for vets, by vets. I shared the product with my friend Wayne Allen Root, and now he's a fan of sonsoflibertycbd.com. Wayne's fans will receive a 15% discount using code WAR15 at checkout. I've told all my NFL buddies about Sons of Liberty CBD.com. and now I'm telling you. Go to SonsOfLibertyCBD.com. When it works for you, like it did for me, we both win. As more Americans get vaccinated, we can start
7: resuming normal activities, but that may not be as easy as you think for some of us. Florida psychiatrist Dr. Daniel Bober telling CBS News Friday why that is. And so now that we have to come back into the world, you would think that we would all be happy, but it actually provokes a lot of fear in people people because now they have to readjust yet again. We know there's been increases in depression, anxiety, insomnia, and so now adjusting to this new normal is actually quite fear-provoking for a lot of people. For those anxious about resuming pre-COVID activities, Dr. Bober suggests going slow. As part of our national return to normal, President Biden will be meeting with more world leaders face-to-face. The White House announcing yesterday he'll visit the UK for a G7 summit and Belgium for a NATO summit, both visits coming in June. This will be his first international trip since taking office. One issue Biden and our allies might discuss Russia. Opposition leader Alexei Navalny ending his 24 day hunger strike Friday after losing 33 pounds and coming close to death. Navalny protesting his imprisonment for what he calls politically motivated charges. This is USA Radio News.
1: All right, so Sam Bushman live with Cliff Kincaid. I asked the question right before the pause. So Cliff, if the CDC says right on the top of their website, hey, these vaccines are safe and effective, but yet they clearly admit that they were rushed to the market, they're in an experimental phase, if you will, Uh, and so we haven't used the normal checks and balances. We rushed them to market. You you can debate why. That's a different topic. But, hey, if they say they're safe and effective, but we don't know the long-term effects, how can you make such a scientific claim and, and keep your credibility?
2: Let me tell you, uh, as someone who's taken both jabs of the Pfizer vaccine, you have to sign an informed consent document. Now, before I go into what they tell you about the vaccine, and, and you have to read all this and accept it and write your name before you get the vaccine, let me return to this idea that the virus has not been isolated. The reason why this is so important to rebut is that even while I've been on the show, in response to my column, my latest column that's up on my website, I'm getting emails from people. Here's one. No proof of virus exists. And they are citing this doctor who is going to be up at this red pill expo. Doctor stands by claim, no proof of virus exists. Now, the reason I bring this up is that on this basis, people are saying, why should I take the vaccine when they haven't even isolated the virus? And this, it's, it's a chain uh, where one claim is being accepted, even though it's not true, and therefore don't take the vaccine. And at a place like this, this Red Pill Expo, which has a number of leading conservatives speaking, including Alex Newman and others from the New Yeah, American by the way, you Magazine. should know that I'm the media
1: coordinator for the Red Pill Expo.
2: Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, uh, I am. So, so you must have arranged for this doctor to be there.
1: No, I'm the media coordinator. So I bring all people in that want to broadcast live from there, and I do the media oh, coordinations. See. I'm not the speakers or the, that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. So, so if you go to the Red Pill Expo as a broadcaster and you need help to get your broadcast on the air and you need help coordinating to get a table to go and broadcast from. I am that guy.
2: So I'll take you off the hook for for coordinating this, but <laughs> the point is, the point is, Sam, there's nobody at this conference who's in favor of the Trump Warp Speed vaccines and who's going to counter this kind of nonsense. Now, let me get into the vaccines themselves. The the CDC may give you a one line about safe and effective. The The truth is in the details. And I'm reading this. This is the fact sheet I got when I signed up for the vaccine and took it. And Pfizer is very upfront. This is the Pfizer vaccine about what they are claiming and what they are not claiming. Quote, the Pfizer vaccine is an unapproved vaccine that may prevent COVID-19. There is no FDA-approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. I can go into more detail. The duration of protection against COVID-19 is currently unknown. All of this is experimental. I grant all that. There's no dispute. And by the way, Fauci had but nothing hold on. to do hold with on. developing... you can't say
1: they're experimental and we don't know the long-term effects, and it may stop the coronavirus. Uh, you can't make these statements and then scientifically say they are safe and effective. You just can't make those claims.
2: Well, since since they have been approved, these got approved, as you know, in nine months, people have been taking these But vaccines. they're not approved. They're experimental. That's right, because... President Trump realized we couldn't waste time, we couldn't wait five years to develop a, a safe and effective quote unquote vaccine. By then, we would have had probably 25 million people dead, Sam. No, so, I, I get yeah, your they point. Took, I get your point. They but took, for those they took who a, say, let me those just finish. Say, they though, took a risk. Sure. They took a risk, but they did go through trials. And from what we can determine so far, it is safe and effective. Now, they're not saying 100%. And if you still have any out in the audience questions and you want to take your chances on getting COVID-19 as a result of the virus and you want to avoid the vaccines, you still have that right. All I'm telling you is that there is a case that can be made for taking the vaccines I stand with President Trump. He's backed by people like Franklin Graham, James Dobson, Robert Jeffress, and you just mentioned the leadership uh, of the Mormon Church. It's such a national security crisis and emergency that many people, including President Trump, who has endorsed these vaccines on several occasions, are saying, we have to survive number one and number two, We have to make sure this doesn't spread through the population. It's an opinion that's not only shared by people here, but as I say, shared by the people of Israel. And their government just honored the CEO of Pfizer, a child of Holocaust survivors, on their own Independence Day. And if there's any country or government in the world that knows how to survive, that's surrounded by enemies, it's
1: Israel. Understood. So I appreciate you naming people that you uh, believe support the vaccines. And, you know, many, many, many of those people are credible people and and are well-liked people and all those kind of things. But let's be clear, the vaccine has not been approved. Right. You have to sign
2: informed consent. It has been approved. it
1: It has been approved on an experimental basis. No, I understand. But what did that flyer say right there that you had in your hand? Well, there's a lot. The,
2: let me tell you. one, you, two, you were reading
1: right there, though. I think it said it was not approved.
2: Five, six. Yes. There is, it's not approved by the
1: FDA. Okay. So the, va- the vaccine is not approved by the FDA. It's got temporary experimental approval. The long-term effects which, of which we do not know. And the CDC says it's safe and effective. However, many of the conservatives, and I'm one of them in this case. I'm not one of them that says it's not real, by the way but I am one in this case though that would say that is not scientific to say it's safe and effective when you don't know and when it hasn't been approved by the FDA and it's experimental you can't say it's safe and effective you don't know that and to say that you do is dishonest and it's fake news and it needs to stop i think
2: there is an now, honest... you can
1: say an, an emergency justifies it if you want to and you can make that argument but i would simply say that they've tempted us out of our security and our stability and tempted us out of our liberty over these emergencies for decades. And so the conservatives are not on um, crazy ground. Are you familiar with a, a guy by the name of Pierre Cory? He's a doctor.
2: Never heard of him.
1: All right. He testified before Congress, and he leads a group of physicians that is using uh, ivermectin to treat coronavirus when people get it. And uh, some other countries are doing the same thing, and he believes it's incredibly safe, incredibly effective, way better than the vaccine, way better than the uh, other um, drugs that are being used and other um, protocols being used to uh, treat coronavirus. Once people get it, uh, he claims, if you get on it early and quick, that it that it resolves it. He testified before Congress. He gave a very very emotional plea to Congress to look into the ivermectin discussion. And frankly, Congress has done nothing with it. Fauci and leadership, Trump and others, have done nothing with it. Now, I'm not here to down Trump. I'm just here to say you've got guys like that that I mentioned to you. You've got uh, other people who are very credible also uh, who have spoke out about uh, these things as well. Doctors, physicians, um, medical professionals who have spoke out about this, who uh, basically say there's a better way than an expensive vaccine an experimental, ex, uh, experimental vaccine, one that hasn't been approved, one that we don't know the long-term results, we do know the results of ivermectin. We've got a big history. It's very inexpensive, and it's a great solution. So the idea that we're all going to die is a fear-based view. The idea that ivermectin and other physicians have ways to treat the coronavirus that's not getting out through the mainstream press is a serious one, The fact that the vaccines are being claimed as safe and effective when that's not scientifically legitimate, they're experimental and we don't know the uh, reality of the coronavirus uh, being released from China. Well, Fauci and a lot of these other uh, people in the United States funded a lot of the Chinese research they pulled out for who knows what reason. Interestingly enough, in the presidential debates when Trump took office in the first place, they asked the candidates how they felt about vaccinations. They asked Rand Paul. They asked Donald Trump. They asked um, Ben Carson. They asked, and they were for the vaccines at the time. But what's interesting is I don't know of any other presidential run-up to election debate did they ask about vaccines in history before that. Very, very strange. And so you kind of wonder if this is a setup for... uh, making us all comply making us all and i'm not necessarily saying i go into the conspiracy land on that but i am saying there are very serious questions about what we're doing in response to the coronavirus and when the government's lost credibility and when vaccines generate a lot of money and we're overlooking people who have less expensive solutions you got to start to go hmm is there more than meets the eye here and whether you agree with those people or not, it's a legitimate point to make. And the final segment I want to discuss, when you say we have the choice to take or not to take the vaccine, or what about wearing masks? We'll get into it all in seconds.
8: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history
9: when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally the solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love get married and have some kids
1: All right, so Cliff Kincaid with me, usasurvival.org. So uh, this situation, whether they've isolated the you know, coronavirus or not, some people say it doesn't exist. There's credibility and discussions on both sides of that. Uh, when it comes to the safe and effective vaccines, they are clearly not approved vaccines. They've been given experimental release due to an emergency in America, but they're not FDA approved at all. They're experimental. They blatantly admit, <clears throat> and they want you to sign a waiver before you take it because they don't know what the safe and effectiveness of it really is, especially long term, but they claim they're safe and effective. To me, that's kind of a credibility crisis. And uh, the problem with that is, you know, where do we go when they make claims like that? They're safe and effective, but yet they're experimental and we don't really know. Um, From a scientific point of view, uh, it's a very big concern, but that's where the conservatives are getting their concern to take the vaccinations. Now, my concern really has a, a lot to do with that, but it really has to do with the agenda behind this. Is there a... Conspiracy agenda? I don't want to go into conspiracy land, but are they going to eventually force me, like they tried to, to wear masks? Are you for forced mask wearing, Cliff?
2: No. Masks are beside the point, though. I have, when I go out. Well, well, hold on. They're not the point. They're not the point about the
1: forced agenda,
2: though, right? I I have worn masks when I'm required to go into, say, a grocery store or another store as a courtesy to others. I don't necessarily believe they're effective, but I do believe that the vaccines are an urgent matter of self-defense against Chinese aggression against the United States and the world. And Trump knew this He realized how serious this was when he was in office. That's why he cut through the bureaucracy and the regulations and ordered the scientific and medical establishments to come up with these vaccines quickly, because he realized it was a matter of national survival. Now, he's never advocated, and I don't advocate, that people be forced to take the vaccines, but you can badmouth Fauci all you want to, and I've never trusted him. As I say, I ran a committee to protect medical freedom that was very critical of his effort to develop an HIV-AIDS vaccine. But Fauci is not the issue here. Rand Paul can badmouth Fauci all he wants to. It's interesting your commercial there, Sam, featured Senator Mike Lee and Senator Rand Paul. Both of those guys got the disease. Both of them got COVID 19. Both and of them both support, advocate
1: for the vaccine.
2: Both of them advocate vaccines. And Senator Rand right. Paul, as you know, is a medical doctor. All of the members of the GOP Doctors' Caucus in the House of Representatives support the vaccines. The only people who are opposing the vaccines, and yeah, you can say, well, they're experimental, experimental not approved. We don't know how long they're going to last. And all of that's true. But they're all we have. Unless you want to live hold on. in a cave in Utah or live what if, what in a cabin the, in Montana. What about the ivermectin?
1: Hold on. What about the ivermectin example I just gave you? Well, with take the doctor that. that pled? If,
2: if you want to take, you know, some of these guys out there that are bad-mouthing the vaccines are selling their own home supplements or
1: vitamins. They're hucksters. You know, but, uh, hold on. Hold on. Ivermectin is a well-known drug that's been around for decades. If you want to take that, take, take it. Own- No, I understand. If you want to take it,
2: go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not not denying that you have that option.
1: You can take it if you want. Take some some vitamin C, take
2: some vitamin D.
1: Will they eventually force the vaccines? Is that where we're headed? Because they're working on vaccine passports right now. Well, it's going to be up to private companies what they want to
2: do in terms of their workforce. The government is not forcing them. This is another one of these spooky... End time scenarios that the government's going to force you to take the vaccine and put a microchip in your arm, turn you into an obedient zombie or slave. Let's quit scaring people. Sam, the problem here, Sam. The problem here, Sam, is on. not the vaccine. The problem is a China, a China virus Let, that has killed over a half a million people and three million worldwide. And if you, you want to sit our there Asian and trading partner. If you want to sit there and take your Invectin, or, let, me all, let me just tell you this. When Trump got the disease, he had been talking about alternative treatments. And what did they do to him? They used eight drugs, many of them experimental, one of them through an IV, and they saved his life.
1: Well, I don't know if they saved his life or not. Um, they did. What I do, He'll tell you that. What I, well, what I do know is this the options for solutions are many the agency of people i believe is at the core of this discussion and if they're really going to let people choose to take the vaccines or not that's great they did i didn't hear the question governor mandated vaccines Uh, mandated lockdowns, Slater said. After the lockdown expired, the governor's not allowed to renew it and ignored his state legislature and did it. Many of these states are on the dole for big, big, big money from the federal government, Uh, massive grants uh, over the coronavirus. And and so you get this situation where if they mandate a uh, coronavirus vaccine passport, like they mandated masks for literally almost a year, you know we're in serious trouble in America because we we have destroyed people's agency and ability to choose. And I'm not talking about a conspiracy where they're gonna you know force you into it being a zombie. I'm just talking about if they create a vaccine passport. You can say private sector businesses uh, are the ones that that you know have the choice to mandate it. But most of those big businesses we're talking about around the government dole. If it's Facebook employees or Twitter employees or YouTube employees or the airlines or Walmart or some of the you can literally take big business now that they've already, you know, shut down a quarter of the small business or more. Big business can partner with this and be on the government dole, and it's a little bit of a fascist situation where you can't necessarily say they're private and they can do whatever they want to. They're kinda half private. They're half private at my taxpayers' expense, most of them. And so the big question is will they mandate eventually? Maybe not by government but by using the big corporations to do their dirty work, we eventually end up with a vaccination passport. And if we do, um, then what? And so it's kind of interesting how that all goes down, and that's the end game for these people, it seems.
2: I think, Sam, you're confusing two different things. You're confusing Trump's push for the vaccines with what the Democrats and their governors did using COVID-19 as a smokescreen to control the population. Trump always spoke out against that. He knew they were going to use it for socialist purposes. He knew they were going to use COVID as an excuse to rig the elections. I was with Trump on all of that, including the vaccine. So don't confuse the one with the other. People can be so opposed you, to what the Democrats are, you willing are to doing. oppose the
1: passports? I, I do oppose them. Okay, so you but, do oppose the passports, you do oppose I, mandated masks, and you do oppose mandated vaccinations.
2: Yes. Okay, I'm telling ahead. you that are, there's a case that can be made, as Trump has done, four or five times since he came out of office, for taking the vaccines, saving lives. That's the point. Why is this pro-freedom, pro-health point of view being censored by some conservative websites including apparently the one you're doing media relations for the red pill expo because they're trying to get people scared to death so they were pursue alternative treatments buy vitamins and this and that and you're getting people all wound up and some of them are going to get sick and die
1: yeah but the same thing could be said for the vaccines that don't have Safe and effective confirmation. How do
5: you? Know I think that we've seen the safe and effective sterile.
2: confirmation in the last few months. We've How certainly you know seen it in Israel.
5: Sterile?
2: Israel, yeah, well, that's another scare tactic. Israel is coming out of the China virus stronger than ever. Netanyahu calls it a lifesaver for the state of Israel. Trump is saying much the same thing about it here in the United States. Why are so now many of these Trump supporters... You. Why are so many of these Trump supporters betraying him, turning on him, his signature achievement? He can go down in history as the person who launched Operation Warp Speed and saved America from the China
1: virus. I say thank you, President Trump. I understand that. I'm letting your sight get out, but I got one last question for you. In the Bible, if we're Christians, God says if we repent as a nation and turn to him, he will heal our land That's an interesting word, heal. He will heal our land and protect us. So are we going to live in fear and trust man-made, unscientifically proven, experimental vaccines to be our savior? Or are we going to trust in Jesus Christ as our savior, who has promised us as if we repent, he will heal our land and protect us? Are we going to live by faith or by fear?
2: I think we can live by faith and rationality by using our own brains. President Trump himself referred to these vaccines as miracles. Miracles, that's right out of the Bible, Sam.
1: And the Dr. Corey who testified before Congress said that Ivermectin, much cheaper, much earlier in the process, saving lives, being completely ignored by Congress, by Fauci, by Trump, by everyone, Ivermectin is much safer and cheaper. And why is that being ignored and censored? In fact, you didn't even know about that, Dr. Representing a group of physicians testifying before Congress. It was so buried in the news. I've
2: read and seen all these videos you're talking about. And what you bothers me is something like a red pill expo that's trying to get people confused Yo, this isn't and red misled pill. This is Dr. Corey testifying on a, before matter, Congress. on a matter of life and death, have both sides. Why isn't there anybody at this Red Pill Expo who's talking about the life-saving vaccine, Sam?
1: I don't know. Well, why you don't are. you ask?
2: Why don't you ask? You are I'm Griffin giving you the chance that.
1: to do it. I can ask him. Sure. Yeah. Why don't you? I, I can find out, and I'm willing to have you on and, and, and let people know about that side. Uh, I'd be interested in have you talked about. Bar- we ought to have a discussion between you and Barbara Low Fisher as well. I've interviewed her on my show. She's an
5: old friend of mine.
1: Yes,
2: I did. And what does she say? She's very dubious and skeptical of the vaccines. I interviewed her about two months, three months ago. I interviewed a couple of the leading people in the religious community about the moral and religious objections to the vaccines. I've been open-minded. I've done both sides on my own shows. The only reason I've suspended my show is because YouTube's threatening to t- take me down, and I'm trying to regroup and find We're another platform. Flat out of
1: time. We're about flat out of time. I want to get this last question in. You know, A lot of people are um, documenting that the vaccines have fetal tissues, uh, baby-aborted uh, fetal tissues. There's a big debate about the scientific words being used. But a lot of us feel like we're not interested in vaccinations that have had baby fetal tissue or whatever you want to say as part of the, and some would say it's in the vaccines, others say it's not. It just was partially used before. But we don't want any part of that pro-death movement. Cliff?
2: Yes, it's a matter of discussion. I would suggest people look at what Franklin Graham, James Dobson, and Robert Jeffress said about that very topic.
1: All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I, for one, want to have agency to choose. I don't want to force people to take the vaccines or force people not to. I want to know why Ivermectin and Dr. Corey's work isn't highlighted more. That's an interesting topic as well. Thanks for being with us. God save the republic. Thanks, Cliff. We'll have you back, sir.